Welcome to The Good Show. My name's Sarinda and I'm your host. This platform is dedicated to those brave men and women who serve this country and their families. On The Good Show, we discuss all aspects of military culture and lifestyle. From veteran and spouse entrepreneurship to growing up as a military kid, we'll discuss it all. These are real conversations with real people who can give the civilian world an insight into their military lives. Welcome to this week's episode. My name's Sarinda. I'm your military gal, and you're listening to The Good Show. Today, we've got quite the personality in Mary Paulson, founder and owner of Poochie's Hooch Urban Cidery in San Diego. Mary's a retired federal firefighter, entrepreneur, and avid dog lover, hence the name Poochie's Hooch. Hello, Mary. Hello. How are you? I am, I'm good. I've had my coffee. I'm awake now. I'm ready to talk. Perfect. Perfect. Now we're sitting here in Poochie's Hooch and, um, it's quite the place. Um, everything in here, I remember you making yourself, building the chairs, the tables, <laughs> going around getting all those pallets. Yep. Yep. Cutting them up and having you cut out the, the nails for me. <laughs> I, I wasn't very good though, was I, Mary? <laughs> I wasn't very good. I'm not a DIY kind no, of No, you weren't. You weren't no. trying to get Chris to do it. <laughs> I know. I know. But l- let me ask you something. Tell me the story behind um, this business and why you called it Poochie's Hooch. Oh, okay. Well, Poochie is an actual dog. That's her name, Poochie. And at the time, uh, I retired from the fire department uh, when I turned 50. That was my gift to myself. I didn't have to go back to work. The next day, right? Nice. Some people do destination, you know, retirement parties and such, you know, or birthday parties. And uh, mine was to just stay home. That was my destination, home. So uh, uh, I started doing a lot of stuff and I was having problems with my left leg. And my doctor finally sent me to physical therapy. And it was, it was, oh, geez, it was three days a week two to three hours every day. And then my doctor would tell me, now go home and just sit. Don't do anything. And I've just never been a sitter. I, I can't sit. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So I went out uh, and did some shopping with a gift card that I got for Christmas at Bed Bath & Beyond. And I happen to love glasses. I love glasses. I can't, I don't have one glass in my house that doesn't have a specific thing yeah. that, it, you know, for. So I went upstairs and checked out um, what was upstairs and on this end cap were these red boxes that said cider making kit. And I thought, Oh, well that's doing nothing. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never done it before, but, um, I was already told that I, that I was pre-diabetic and that I couldn't, um, uh, have gluten. So kind of beer was out, which was a real bummer for me. And, um, all the ciders that you buy in the stores are just really, really sweet. Yeah. Really sweet. Yeah. Um, they're anywhere from 16 grams to 28 grams of, uh, of sugar per like 12 ounces. Um, so I made one batch and it was God awful. It was terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. I threw it out. I put it down the toilet. Seriously. I didn't get feed it to my, my plants. It was gone. It was out. And I said, okay, well, I got to figure this out. 
I got to figure this out. So I just started buying all these different yeasts and different kind of apples and juices and sugars. And eventually I, I just figured out, whoop, there you go. That's uh that's Mr. Tippy Toes. Actually, that's uh I believe his current position is Master Senior Chief Security Officer, Mr. Tippy Toes, comma exo. God, <laughs> God bless him. He's having a bit of a sneezing attack. He's uh, he well, he's a smeller, so he smelled something that's not gonna. Somebody left something on the floor. God bless him. We were trying to be all quiet, and then we got that going on. <laughs> so you got so anyway i started doing that um and while i was doing that um i foster and volunteer for a labrador group called labradors and friends um which is all of southern california and so at the time i had a pack of fosters and i had spot and poochie and cashy cash and jasper who was who was my dog that i adopted but uh, Poochie was the alpha of the pack. She was like half the size of everybody else. And she was in charge. It was like, that's my bed. And that's my bed too. Yep. Da, that's my bowl. <laughs> uh, you're in my chair, right? <laughs> Everything was hers. So it just stood to reason that the hooch was going to be hers. So I called it Poochie's Hooch. So that's, that's a, how the name came. I think that's a great name. So I noticed that in Poochie's Hooch, you... You're allowed to have to bring your dog in. Yes. Obviously. I made sure that this was a non-health department business. I have a non-health department stamp on my on my paperwork. How do you make it non-health department? Because I don't cook anything here. So restaurants, right? You can't have dogs inside because yeah. it's a health department business because they cook. They heat. Yes. Yeah. Right? Breweries, they have to have a health department sticker because they super, super heat the hops and then they super, super cool and then they super, super heat. So they have to have one. But cider is considered wine and it's just a fermentation and it's at ambient temperature. So I don't cook anything. Um, so I have nothing to do with food. Yeah. I'm not allowed to handle food, but my customers can. So yes. customers can bring in their own food. Okay. They can have it catered. They can have it delivered. I even have a grill outside on the side patio and so you can cook up and barbecue and have a barbecue with friends um which was helpful during different stages of covid because people you know wanted to see their families mm -hmm. but they didn't want them in their house yeah so they knew that they could come here still be outside there's parking um use you know sanitize the bathrooms and yeah. all that stuff so so you know there were certain things that i did during covid yeah um, that was helpful with that. So as far as the non health department, yeah, I, I had to pay a specific fee for that and then said, okay, no, I will not cook anything. I will not microwave anything. And, um, therefore I can have dogs. I think that's great. The fact that, and again, from a business perspective, it means that there's a whole deal of, uh, shit that you don't have to deal with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that because I was open uh, for 14 months before we were hit by the governor of California yeah. saying it was and it was on the Ides of March, by the way. Beware of the Ides of March. Okay. Uh, it was March 15th, <laughs> yeah. 2020. And they said, you're all closed. You're done. Yeah. Nobody comes in. Nobody comes out. Blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, just go home. Go yeah. home. 
Um, so I was so thankful that I didn't do food and such because, um, you know, I'm not a restaurant owner. I've never had a restaurant. Hell, I've never even had a cidery before. I've never yeah. done anything like this before. This is my first gig. Yeah. And, um, but I've been told that when you add the food portion to it, now there's a whole strew of things going on. And I, and I've always believed in the, the KISS method. Yes. Yes. My husband says it often. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That, that is the, that is the way, way to do it. Now, let me ask you. So how long have you been operating? Uh, Including how many years? You know, I know we've had the COVID in the middle, but how long have you been open? The grand opening. I did a soft opening, which I believe you showed up to, but you couldn't get in. Yes. Because somebody now I only I'm going to put this on record right now. It was a soft opening. And I was inviting friends who, before I ever decided to make this a business business, I was making all this cider at home. Mm -hmm. I made so much of it that I couldn't drink it all. My neighbors couldn't drink it all. My friends couldn't drink it all. So I opened up my backyard once a month and I called it Poochie's Backyard Happy Hooch Hour. Yes. And I made it a public event on Facebook and people could come by because I'm up in North Park. Yeah. So they could just, you know, walk a block off of 30th and come in the backyard, free cider, free food. And it was a backyard party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it was a potluck. People started bringing food to share mm -hmm. and it was a real backyard party. Yeah. Um. That's the premise of what I wanted to do here. I just mm -hmm. wanted to pick up my backyard and drop it in a commercial space. And obviously the cider's not free anymore, but yeah. but now you can bring food in and yeah. share and have potlucks, which yeah. we do like on Sundays occasionally. If somebody brings something. Um, but anyway, um, so I had a soft opening for just like a hundred people yeah. that were that would come to all of the backyard happy hooch yeah. hours because I wanted them to see. This okay, place. here it is. Yeah. Right. And I, I wasn't really ready to open yet because I ran out of money. Mm -hmm. um, so I was only like 50% ready to open. But I wanted my true hooch lovers to come and see where the new backyard was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody decided to share it, even though it was a private <laughs> event. And they shared it to someone who then shared it to like 300 people out in Santee. Wow. So I wasn't even really allowed to make anything here yet. Yeah. So everything that I made for that day was at home. Yes. And I made like 10, 200, I mean, 10, two and a half gallon kegs. That's all I had. And I was trying to get that up. And all of a sudden there was like a line out the door before I was even open at noon going up the sidewalk. Wow. And it's like, what the hell? You know, and it was like. That is not what I needed. I yeah. just wanted to have a thank you. Here, here, it's coming, right? Yeah. So um, we got through that. And then the official grand opening was December 29th, 2018. 2018. So okay. it took two years to actually be able to open. And now I've been open for a little over four years. Now, what were the obstacles that you came across during that two-year period waiting to open? What did you did, what did you have to wait on? Well, you know, I got I got a little butt hurt by somebody when I talked to another uh, cider maker uh -huh. here in San Diego, and I went to him and I said, "So, because I was still doing the build out here, and I said, so." 
you know, he, he'd been open for about almost a year before yeah. me. And I said, so what are some of the things that were obstacles for you that you weren't expecting? Yeah. Because I thought I would try to learn from him. Lots of things that I've learned about how to do this place is to learn what other people's mistakes were. So I don't yeah. do them, right? Um, so <laughs> I asked him a very serious question and he just looked at me and he said, don't open a cidery in San Diego. Wow. That was it. And I thought, man, what an ass, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm asking him and, and I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to ask him any more questions. Right. Yeah. But, um, if somebody were to ask me now, yeah, I would tell you, don't open a small business in San Diego. The city doesn't give a crap yeah. that it's your business and that you're paying for it and that it's your name on it and all that stuff. They only care about who the contractor is, you know, as far as permitting goes. Yes. Um, it took me three months. Okay. So if you look over here, there's only one real room in here. Everything yeah. is very open. Yes. I wasn't planning on having any rooms, uh -huh. but the city permitting, um, the structural department, and there's really nothing structural here, right? Yeah. It's a warehouse. Right. They said, you have to have a wall and a door right there. I go, what do you mean you have to have a wall and a door? Well, you have to have a wall and a door because you can't have more than 49 people in here. And according to, you know, this and that, and this is a business section and this is, you know, uh, storage and this is, you know, and this is assembly over here and you can't have more than 20% of this and that. And this is like all this stuff, you know, it's like, what the heck? So you had to make the numbers work for these yes. people behind a desk that have never probably even been out in a building before. No. So just looking on this piece of paper, they, they're saying, well, you have to have a wall and a door. And I'm just like, I don't want a wall and a door. I, but what's the point of it? You know? Yeah. And after three months, it's like, okay, fine. Yeah. So, you know, I made it work and now I call it the doghouse and yes. it's a social room and there's a, an area for like more than four people that can group together that can yeah. take over and there's games in there. So you can have like a game night. Yeah. Well, you can have games anywhere, but you can uh, reserve that room yeah. for a party. Yeah. Um, and then there's an outside patio as well. So you can use that. And, and, yeah. and it's been great for that. Well, so I mean, I'm happy about that. I mean, it makes perfect sense if you spent the money to erect a wall put yeah. the door in because you had to, why would you knock it down afterwards? I mean, you gotta, you got to make it work for what you want it well, to work for. Correct. I just ended up having to move the bar back further um, because it was going to go towards that more and then an, an L shape where the ADA was going to be yeah. the ADA bar part. I just ended up having to make the ADA back here instead. Yeah. But, you know, you make it work because, you know... I, so many times it's, you know, you, you want to argue with them because what they're saying doesn't make sense. And then they finally just say, look, you know, it, usually after the third time they go, look, we're just not going to approve it then. And then what do you got to say to that? It's like, well, okay, then I guess I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you have to. So, so the obstacles of, of, of starting a business, if it's not going to be in your home. Yeah. Is getting the city and the county to work together. Yeah. It's like they literally are a right hand and a left hand, and they don't mesh very well together. No. And it's also, um, if you're like me and, you know, you're all action and you're passionate about it and you want to do it and you just go for it, fine, go for it. But expect hills and mountains, you know, and detours every single place around the way. I used to, 
I used to tell people, I go, you know, I just got over this hill and then there's a freaking mountain next to it. Yeah. And I, I got to get over that one. And then I get over the mountain and there's a railroad track with a really long train, you know, <laughs> and now I got to sit and wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. You know, it's just like it just never ends. No, it's so. I but, just actually spoke to somebody who said that they put in for their business license <laughs> and several times they got their name incorrect and several times they had to go back down there and say, listen, and the woman actually asked them, are you sure that's how you spell it? And she responded by, I know how my last name is spelled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, that, that's, that's insane. <laughs> you know, so those are the challenges. What about financial? Did you have any backing from any investors? Is it all your money you put into it? Did you get any SBA loans? Were the SBA available? Um, so originally, um, I'm very creative with money. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just kind of been a known fact, like within my family. Yeah. Especially. Um, so... For instance, all this equipment, right? All this, all this fermenting equipment, all the tanks and everything, right? Um, I ended up getting that for sixty percent off. Wow! Because I happened to get together and meet with the owner of the company in my backyard. They came and had hooch one time when they were here for a convention. Yeah. And they came up to my house and decided to drink and. Turns out he and I went to the same elementary school, oh, wow. junior high, high school. He literally, you know, lived four blocks away from me growing up. He's two years older than me. And he said, you know what? Um, you know, I showed him the list that I had of all the equipment from another company yeah. that, you know, gave me, you know, a price. And at the time he goes, well, I don't know if I can cut this in half, but, you know, I could probably come pretty close, right? And then as we, you know, it took forever to finally order it. By the time we ordered it, he actually had like another company he was working with and it was even cheaper. Wow. So I ended up getting it for 60% off than what anybody else would normally pay for all of this production equipment, right? Um, and that included all these these uh, stainless steel railings and stuff too. That was that kind of that our, that their idea too, to say, well, you have to have a wall. This is considered a wall. Yeah. And, but it looks like a, a brewing station. Yes. At a brewery. Yeah. It looks beautiful. And, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was, you know, their idea and I took it and went with it. So it was listening to a lot of people, any investors? No, I did not. I um, ended up working out, um, uh, a deal with my father. Yeah. Um, that was a big deal for me because I've, I've, I've accomplished a lot of things in my life. I'm mm -hmm. extremely goal oriented mm -hmm. and I know that about myself and I do everything I say I'm going to do. I am mm -hmm. just action and I can't stop. Yeah. I don't know how to quit. Um, but everything I've done in my life, my parents have always been like, well, you know, that's a long ways off. We'll see if you stick with it. <laughs> you know, they've <laughs> never, they have never really backed me behind yeah. anything, you know, becoming a firefighter that, well, you know, that's a pretty tough job. We'll see, you know, how that goes. You know, well, 26 years later, yeah. here I am and I'm getting my pension. So yeah. guess what, dad, I'm going to be okay. You know, after you're gone, I'll be able to take care of myself. But, um, so it was a big deal 
when we were looking for financial backers and such and he he came to me and i was very surprised about it and he said look if if you're willing to really go do this and i think it was his idea he's 89 years old now i think it was his kind of last chance thinking you know to get behind me on something yes yeah um and and that's how i took it as yeah so you know we made out you know a contract and we did everything. So I knew that he saw I was serious. And, um, so he backed me on all the expenses Yeah, now, and so, I was very frugal in making sure that it wasn't that high. So now you, so you didn't get any bank loans, business loans did not. Did you know if any of those resources were available to you or did you just decide that wasn't a route you were wanting to go? Well, it wasn't, for lack of trying, yeah, you know, I, I was I was trying to get funding and stuff, but you know, the interest rate is like, oh well, we can give you a seventy five thousand dollar loan, and you know the and your payments will only be you know twenty eight hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, wow, yeah, right. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I go, well, what's the interest? And they wouldn't tell me the interest. You know, they're all like that. These funding things for you know capital yeah. and all this stuff. And you know, I did the math, and it's like, well, wait a minute, this is like a 21% interest rate. Wow. I might as well just use my credit card. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which I did. Yeah. And then I ended up paying off my credit cards as I went on. So, yeah. um, so that's great. Right now I, I own all this except, um, during COVID, um, that was the struggle because, um, it was so important to me to make sure that the dogs got their 20%. Yeah. That's what this has always been about. The number one purpose about this business is raising money for Labradors and Friends Dog Rescue under Poochie's name. Yeah. Um, um, who has passed, by the way. She's no longer with us. Yeah. Um, and that's what precipitated me wanting to really open this place up is was her story. And um, so I stayed up during COVID for the first year and a half until 3 a.m., I was either getting up or I was still up and going to bed at 3 on the computer applying for grants. Yeah. And I probably applied for 30, I don't know, 30, 33, something like that, grants yeah. throughout the whole entire fiasco, we'll yeah. call it. And um, and I ended up getting nine. Wow. So I got one from the LPGA. Wow. Because I'm, I'm still an LPGA yeah. golf pro. Yeah. So um, I was able to, to get something from them. I was able to get some from like Frito-Lay for yeah. women-owned businesses. Nice. I mean, I was searching all these different avenues. Mm -hmm. And then, um, <laughs> and then of course, there's the government. We're here to help, yeah. right? Um, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't get anything from them. Um, be aware of this, okay? Any grant that you get from the government is considered taxable. So at the end of the year, even though you're getting 5,000 here, 5,000 there, and which still isn't really enough to pay the rent because mm -hmm. you're getting it like every six months. Yeah. But it's something, yeah. right? Um, at the end of the year, you get a 1099 miscellaneous for income for wow. that $5,000 and you're paying taxes on it. So I did not know that, but they go, oh yeah, you know, government, government grants are, are taxable. Yeah. I did not know that. That is good to know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if, if you can get by without the government's help, yeah, do it. Do it. Um, because like even right now, the first thing that came out. So March 15th, 2020 was the day that Governor Newsom said, you're closed. Yeah. Go home. Everybody goes home. Right. And so I let off all my employees. I let go five employees and it was just me. And it's still me. Yeah. It's still just me. I haven't been able to afford a payroll. Yeah. Um, I would like to. Yeah. And I, I see a little uptake right now this month, but nothing to say, oh, here, I'm going to go get somebody right now. Yeah. You know, I'm still watching and waiting because it's just been a roller coaster ride and you just can't get off this roller coaster. So, um, but anyway, I didn't qualify for the PPP loan <gasps> because it's a payroll loan. Yes. There's no payroll. I didn't have any employees. Yes. It was just me, right? So I didn't qualify. So the only thing I did qualify for at that time was this EIDL loan for, and they called it the the COVID emergency, emergency COVID, you know, disaster loan, something like that, right? Yeah. So I did qualify for that. And it was at the time, so what they did was it was a 30-year fixed, you know, at, I don't know, 3.75%, something like that, right? And you fill out all this paperwork and the application for it and all that. And that was through the SPA. Yeah. And um, and I got that. However, um, it's still in my savings account because I don't trust the government. <laughs> and I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I don't trust them because, quite frankly, um, it was I got $32,000 from them. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they asked for six months of rent and it's like, well, that's 32 right there, yeah. you know, and then some. So I'm like, OK, I qualify for that. And I'm and I'm sure I'm going to because you have to show them, you know, how did you spend the money? Yeah. It's like, well, easy. Six yeah. months of rent. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. So so I passed all that stuff of, of their 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 rules. Yeah. You know, for the loan. And then. um so then what did they do? They decided to get everybody who qualified for the PPP loans and say, oh, you don't have to pay us back. Yes, that's right. I, you don't have to yeah. pay us back, right? Yeah. Oh, but I have to pay back the EIDL loan, right? And what they said was is, you know, and back then we didn't know how long this thing was going to go. Yeah. You know, it could have been six months. It could have been a whole year. Yeah. But we didn't think it was, it's still going on. Yeah. It's still going on almost three years now, right? So anyway, I decided... You know what? I'm going to they say we don't have to start paying the loan back for a year, you know, or 18 months. I'm no, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And I set up my auto, you know, loan payments and I did it right away and it was supposed to be like $125 a month. Yeah. I said, "No, I'm going to do 200." Yeah. Just okay. get it paid. Yep, I'm going to I'm going to do above the minimum. Yeah. Right? So, I set that up and they were taking it out of my account, right? Every month, 200, 200, 200. It's in my books. It shows that. Yeah. And then when it finally came time to um, start paying the loans, the government came up with a new website. The SBA came up with a new website. So now, you know, they, they sent out the new link. Yeah. And you need to go on the link and then re-register yeah. and put in your register number so you can go to your account and blah, blah, blah. So I did all that. So now I'm in my account and I can finally see yeah. my payments yes. for all the months, right? Yes. And it'll, it should show my balance and all yeah. that. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I've been doing this for a year already, right? 
11 payments. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so let's see how much I, I have left because maybe I can just pay it off right now. Yeah. Okay. So it was like 32 something thousand dollars. And I go on and I'm looking and see what the payoff is. And it's 32,000 something. Oh. They took every month of my $200 and put it into the interest only. They were only using it for wow. interest. They weren't putting it into the premium. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So for 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 now, like, I don't know how many months, but it's all been going to interest. The government is getting all their money back plus. That's insane. You know, and I mean, I've met, I come across a couple of people that had the PPP loan. I came across a couple of spouses that self-employed um, did get some grant money. But I think the confusion is the word grant. <laughs> because you know because it's uh -huh. you know because you think grant okay it's free you know kind of but there really isn't anything for free no you know they no. somehow it was the government yeah you penalized for it right but like i said i i i researched and you know i found places you know like like i said frito-lay pepsico um you know You'd, you'd fill out applications, you know, with all these different sites um, that I found on SBA yeah. site. Um, but it was for, you know, like, you know, black owned businesses yeah. or minority businesses or women owned businesses yeah. or, you know, LGBTQ, RST yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, and <laughs> it just would just keep going on and yeah. on. And um, and and that's what I'm saying. I Every night I would come home from here. Yeah. And I'd go home, I'd get on my computer and just start researching and finding and applying and then go to bed and wake up and come back here again. Wow. I never closed. I yeah. was always, I always had the tasting room open mm -hmm. from three to six, seven days a week so that people, you know, my regulars, I couldn't have a new person come in here and sit down and try anything. Yeah. But my regulars, God love them. I love my loyal regulars. The ones that are still around. A lot yeah. of people moved. Yeah. Out of state even, right? That's right. Yeah. But I had people coming in with growlers, filling them up, you know. I'd let them have a half a pint of something while they waited, yeah. you know, for me to fill it. And and then, then they would leave. And yeah. I'd be open from just 3 to 6 p.m. Yeah. Um, And that kept me going. Yeah. That really kept me going. Now, your location in San Diego, you're not far from uh, military housing. So do you get a lot of military coming in? No, I do. Yeah. I do. In fact, um, I can always kind of tell, you know, it's like Navy or Marine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. and and I even have um, that organization. They brought me that plaque. That was from the first year, though. Yeah. UDTC Association. Yeah. I, That's pretty neat. No, yeah, and it was very kind of them to make that plaque for me and and uh, bring me some coins. I collect coins. Nice. So I got a little coin jar over there. I want to be just like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his coins are still in a glass jar at the end of the bar. And that is where I think they will remain. <laughs> Now, as you've... as you've gone along this process, obviously there's been a lot of challenges. The COVID has just screwed with everybody oh yeah but what have you realized about you that maybe you didn't know what have you learned about yourself uh um okay so the first six months that i opened i didn't know what the hell i was doing 
never done this before. And all I could think about is trying to make everybody happy. Yeah. And that's just not me. <laughs> it's just not me. <laughs> it's not. And, you know, I, I'm used to speaking military talk, I guess yeah. you'd say. I mean, I, you know, I, I ran a lot of, you know, incidences. Yeah. And I'm used to talking to, you know, a sailor or, or somebody and just say, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and, and nothing personal is taken by it. Yep. It's just, it, and I'm not, it's not like an order. It's just, I don't know, I have time to like explain things to you yeah. right now. Just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and then we'll sit down later, have a cup of coffee and we can chat it up and whatever. Yeah. But, and they understand that. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people who quite frankly, probably have never been east of highway five. Yeah. Um, that don't understand that. And so anyway, I, I was trying not to be that. I was trying to be nice to everybody. Yeah. And it just didn't work. No. I mean, I got in the first six months, I was getting like one star Yelp reviews from people about me. Yeah. They liked the cider. Yeah. They didn't like me. I got I got a one star because I couldn't accept a compliment. Wow. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. And wow. it's just like, well, because this isn't about me. Yeah. This and they go, well, you're you are the center person here. You're you're the this is your business, and yeah. you know you're the front person. And it's like, but it's not about me. Yeah. I, I'm going. It's you're wrong. Yeah. This is about Poochie. Yeah. This is all about the dogs. You know, that's the number one purpose here. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and then it's about you. Yeah. It's about the second purpose here is about it's it's about a community. It's a community backyard. Mm -hmm. It's a place for people to use. You know, I don't charge you to rent the doghouse. Yeah. You just reserve it. Yeah. You know, give me a two drink minimum so that 20 percent can go to the dogs. Yeah. But it's about you. Nothing about this place is about me. And I just didn't I didn't I didn't see that. Mm -hmm. But I'm listening to people and their their you know, their their negative comments of of me. And so I kept trying to change, kept trying to change. And then I don't know what happened, but after that, just probably because if you're not yourself. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, no. So um, I decided, you know what? I can't get away from my original vision mm -hmm. and I'm going to stick to my guns with it. Yeah. And I'm going to be me. And if they don't like it, I'm sure somebody else will. Yeah. You can't please everybody. Correct. So now with that said, I also had to put on a bit of a persona. So if you come in here, I tell people don't sit at the bar if you can't sit in the front row of a comedy store. Yes. Because you're going to get hit. Yeah. You're going to get hit. All right. Don't think of me as the whale at SeaWorld, but I'm just saying, you know, you're going to get hit. Yeah. There's a splash zone here. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's just, you know, just to have fun. Yeah. Um. So, but throughout COVID and all that stuff, I learned that A, you have to stick true to you. Yep. Uh, and if it doesn't work, okay, pivot. Exactly. Yeah. Pivot, pivot, pivot. I'm honestly right now, I'm on pivot number 57. Yeah. Pivot number 28 was that slushy machine right there when oh, I started wow. making frozen hooches. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in the summertime, September, people are coming off the mountain. They've been hiking yeah. and cycling and all that on the weekends. They were able to come in here, get a frozen hooch to go. 
you know, and, and that's, that's what got me through September and October in so 2020. Hang on a so the, the frozen hooch, it, it's frozen cider. Yeah. I just pour whatever flavor I want. And the watermelon bowl was very popular. Um, uh, the sour green caramel apple was very popular. Um, how many, flav how many flavors have you got? I have 84 recipes. 84. I'm trying to get to a hundred and then I'll quit. <laughs> but and actually somebody might, I think number 85, number 84 was the tiramisu that you tried right here. Oh, and that was good. That yeah. was definitely a dessert side. Well, I, I'm hoping to get that into some Italian restaurants because that's definitely, if you don't want coffee, you yeah. know, after dinner and you don't want a lot of sugar because yeah. everything here is only eight grams per pint of sugar. So I think if that was being served in an Italian restaurant, I wouldn't even have the tiramisu. That is what I would be having. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, it took me two tries to get to that point. And I'm like, you know, that was nice. That is very nice. I very mean, smooth. my oak apple bacon took me 11 tries, Ooh, wow. right? That took almost a year to figure out how to get that freaking bacon to work. Now, but, do you have a flavor that's most popular? Uh, no. 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 Everybody has, it's... In fact, I don't tell people this. This is what really bothers people is that I will not tell you what to drink. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you have to have the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody has a different palate. Everybody yeah. has their different, you know, taste flavors. And and I tell people, look, I'm an emotional drinker. Yeah. Depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm coming off the, the trail and I'm, I'm hot and I just want to gulp something down, yeah. you know, I might get the ginger lime. You oh, know, yeah, it goes down that. real quick. Right. Yeah. But if I want to just kind of sip and chill, I might get something oaky and spicy. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's all very subjective. Yeah. So that's why I don't really make a lot of funny names. Yes. If it says strawberry mango, it tastes like strawberry mango. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I tried the funny names with the, the coffees and I just thought, no, just stick to cappuccino and latte. They it, know what it, that is. Yeah, yeah, it's simple. It's like you said, the kiss. Yeah. Just keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. 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 So let's go. I want to know about this, uh, the adoption for the, the dogs. Okay. Now, since you've been open, how many dogs have you managed to adopt? Well. Uh, or have been adopted? This is the adoption board right here. Oh, wow. That is. So these are, these are tabletops that we put out on all the tables. These are just the San Diego dogs that have been adopted. That's over 25 dogs. Right there. Yeah. But. Obviously, we've had a lot more dogs that have been adopted that come from Orange County and L.A. County and San Bernardino because Labradors and Friends is all of Southern California counties. Okay. So we have volunteers and fosters and boarding all across the board down here. Okay. So we will we will rescue from anywhere in the world. Yeah. You know, um, we did four flights that one year during the, uh, was it the Harvey flood? The Harvey Hurricane or whatever that was. That's right. Yes, it was. Yeah. We so we partnered uh, with um, an air uh, uh, airline out here at Gillespie Field. Okay. They they paid for the fuel yeah. and the the pilots and everything. Wow. And then we partnered with uh, uh, Helen Woodward uh -huh. and us, and I think there was a couple other. Um, rescues and so we were part of uh, a four flight rescue okay and we got a bunch of dogs from you know mississippi louisiana yeah. and where all the flooding was so we took the dogs that were already in shelters so that they could open it up so that the dogs that were displaced from mm -hmm. the floods could 
get to a shelter. Okay. So people could find their their pets. Oh. So and all of the dogs have been adopted. Oh, nice. All of them, right? So we'll take the dogs from anywhere, but we'll only adopt out to Southern California. Okay. Now let me ask you, where do you think you're going to be in five years' time, Mary? Well, honestly. Honestly. Arizona. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. My lease is coming up May 1st. Um, there's been a huge influx in the rate for rents. Yeah. I don't know what this property management is thinking, but my, my you know, my contract's up and they want me to renew for another five years. But I'm still doing everything by myself. Yeah. I don't have any employees back yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be 60 years old. Wow. You don't look anywhere close to 60. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's because you know, I don't have a life. I come here. <laughs> <laughs> I go home. I die on the couch sitting up and then I get up and come back here. Come back here. <laughs> so, so, um, um, so it's really going to be up to them if we can negotiate a contract and see if I can extend it for another year, just so I can see if this uptake that's happening this month yeah. is going to continue. If it's going to continue, then yes, I'm going to renew yeah. and hopefully I'm going to get some people in here that can run it more and I don't have to be here every, every day. I don't have to open and close and I just... Gosh, I would love somebody to know how to open this place. Now, where do you put the word out to what you're doing and to, uh, what? Um, how do you let people know? Your social media? Yeah, no, I have. I'm I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, uh, or some. I don't tweet. I've never done that. Um, uh, I think Facebook and Instagram are the the. The social media places that yeah, everybody's at. Yeah, I mean, the honestly, the best marketing is the free marketing. Yeah. It's word of mouth. It's yeah. getting people in here that love it. And and quite honestly, they love the fact that they can... I, don't know, I, I hear it all the time, which is a little funny to me, because people will come in and they go, wow, I get a really good vibe here. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. And then once they start getting to, you know, talking to me and, you know, I'm an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what do you want <laughs> i want to oh you want a flight here fill this out you fill it out i fill it up you drink it down we'll start all over again oh okay well what should i drink i don't know i don't know you <laughs> what do you like <laughs> and they're like oh my goodness <laughs> it's like yeah. so much for the vibe yeah yeah but they love it they like yeah. that it's you know it's i will tell you it's a facade yeah. For some reason, people like it when people are mean to them. I don't know why. They don't like it when I was being all cushy-gushy and, oh, can I help you? Oh, no, no, we'll try this one. This is really, really good. Oh, this is the best one, you know, you know. And I have 84 flavors, right? And yeah. I give you 28 options at a time. Oh, that's too many options. <laughs> I'm like, so if I only had 12, you'd complain because yeah. they just had three flights and they drank them all. Yeah. Yeah. You there can't you win. You can't win. You, you can't, can't win. win. Right. So I'm just saying it, it's a... It, yeah, they people get a real good vibe in here, and then they want to tell people. I yeah. rent out kegs. I have more kegs in people's kegerators at home right now than I do in bars and restaurants, yeah. which I'm trying to get it into yeah. to the barbecue restaurants. Yeah, I've been trying. I'm not giving up to get them into the VFWs. Yeah, the Sinville Apple is the flagship flavor, and that's the one that's great as a mixer with screwball whiskey with the Fireball 
with Jack Daniels yeah. and the Four Roses bourbon. So those are four cocktails you can make with just that one cider. Okay. And so you can rent a keg. I got two and a half gallons, which are just 20 pints, which are great for weekend parties. Yeah. Um, people take them camping. I got dance moms. Yep. And they're actually dance moms. They mm. Their kids go to dance things and then they compete and all that yeah. stuff. They come here and drink. But they do this camping thing at Santee Lakes all the time. And in fact, they they just did it last weekend and they, well, they can get a five gallon keg now and yeah. pretty much drink that one down. But people don't realize with cider, cider is different than beer. Obviously one is beer, one is wine, Yeah. but cider doesn't have to stay cold. And then if it goes bad, if it goes warm again, right? Or beer, you want to keep it cold once it's cold. Yes. Cider doesn't have to stay cold. So they'll take a keg and they'll go out camping and just put it down on the ground by the picnic table and set up their little jockey box. And as long as the jockey box is full of ice, yeah, they're good to go. It's good to go. It's, it's, it doesn't go bad. And if you don't finish it, that's okay. Because no oxygen's coming out of it. I naturally carbonate it. So it just recreates more CO2 in there. Yeah. And, um, and it's not an issue. So people, you know, they'll, they'll have the cider at somebody else's house. Yeah. Or out camping somewhere and they go, where'd you get this? Oh, I like this. And they'll come in and then they'll get a keg. So that's really the best marketing is the word of mouth. Yeah. Um, I do the Facebook and the Instagram. It's at Poochie's Hooch. Yep. Um, and that's to find out if there's going to be an event going on here. Something like that, because... Are you planning, uh, now that we, you know, we're kind of sort of out of the COVID, are you planning any events? Can And, and can somebody book this for an event space? That's what it's for. Yeah. It's for you to, I'm just the logistics. So yeah. this is a place for you to use. Yeah. If you want to have a fundraiser here, yeah. come down and talk to me. I mean, you know, I just had, somebody left me a message. Uh, it was some women's group thing, yeah. right? And because they see that, you know, the owners of women, they're, you know, they'd like to come down here and use the space, you know, for a fundraiser yeah. and, and, um, and they wanted me to call them back and it's like, just come down here. Yeah. Because if, why would you want to have an event at a place you've never been to? Well, you know, cause you want to know how many people can be here, how many people can do this. It's just like, well, just come down. Yeah. Just, you know, if you, if you want me to support you come down and support me too. Yeah. You know, and, and then, and I'm so much better at having a conversation here with you in person than for me to take time and sit on the phone and make phone calls to people. Yeah. I just, I'm, I have so many hats Yeah, that I'm wearing and I just don't have time. I'll even tell people, text me. Yeah. I will get back to you faster if you text me than if you call and leave me yeah. a message. Now, um, so moving forward with events, Apart from that phone call, um, what <laughs> other what other events have you had in there? You've had the adoption events. Yeah, we had those. It's been a while. They've been um, they've been doing more events at the Petco's, and there's these mass events like at Grossmont oh. Shopping Mall, um, okay. things like that. Um, and then they've also been going to some other breweries um, in Santee area, um, and but. Like I said, we're also in Orange County, so they have up in La Brea yeah. um, and different areas, right? Okay. Anaheim, that kind of stuff. So um, that's getting out for them, for yeah. that organization. But that doesn't mean that I don't want other 
dog groups to come yeah. in here and have a fundraiser or have an adoption event. That's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's what this is for. It's a community backyard. It's for you to use. There's parking. Um, there's a grill. All I ask, I have four good neighbor rules. I call them good neighbor rules. And there's four. Um, if you move it, put it back when you're yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you take it outside, bring it back in. Yep. Um, if you're going to use the grill, clean it up after yourself so somebody else can use it. Yep. Nobody wants to clean up your mess. Nope. And well, no, you're right. You know, right. I mean, somebody, honestly, somebody left a big old snapper fish on that grill and I didn't know about it until Tippy was like going havoc out in the side patio one day. I go, what the heck? It was two days after the birthday oh. party and I opened it up and there's this huge burnt snapper fish thing on the grill. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you want to have a burger over that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But anyway, I mean, just simple good neighbor rules, yeah. you know, so that everybody can utilize the space, yeah. you know, and have a good time. Okay. So, so yes, I've done things like um, axe throwing night. Oh, wow. And everybody loves it. Yeah. They love when we do it. Uh, we we stopped doing it after November, and now we're waiting till it gets lighter later yeah. and warmer. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, Mary, actually, just to, yeah. again, just to help get the word out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to have a lot of different events here, mm. but, um, and, and we could still do that, but I need to have employees here first yeah. so that I can focus on that. I just don't have time, you know, even with the sipping shop that I have here every third yeah. Sunday of the month when I bring home businesses here mm -hmm. and they set up shop yeah. and then you come in, you get a, a, a drink of cider and then you walk around and you sip and you shop. Yeah. And you just, you know, support some of the small home businesses. And we just had one yesterday and and it was delightful. It was great. Oh, great. Yeah. It was very busy. Um, everybody got something and that's great. So, but, so I do that every third Sunday of the month, but I just didn't have time to organize the vendors anymore. So okay. they are now self-regulated and they organize themselves. Perfect. I love yeah. it. It's just the third Sunday of every month. It's easy okay. from like all day, one to seven, one to five. Okay. So to wrap this up, I want to make sure that everybody knows where you're located because that's that, important. It is. So uh, you are at Mission Gorge. Mission Gorge Road. Okay. Um, on the east end, before you go over the hill to Santee okay. by Mission Trails Regional Park. Okay. So right across the street is Superior, the Superior Cement Quarry. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, Mission Gorge Road, 7559 Mission Gorge Road. And you're on Facebook? We have a Facebook page, Poochie's Hooch Urban Cidery. Pretty uh, simple. And Instagram, same thing. You can follow. Okay. And that way you will know if there's an event that's going on okay. or you can contact me. Okay. Like I said, um, best thing to do if you want to have an event is just come down here. Yeah. Totally. And, I mean, I agree with you. People need to see it yeah. to understand how their event is going to be coordinated in this space. And it's a great space. Like yeah. you said, you've got parking, which is always an issue sometimes. So you've got parking outside. Yep. I love the fact that, you know, regardless of the fact that the city said you had to have that wall and the door. I think that's a, a great little doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, it, that was my lemonade right there. You know? Yep, that was my lemonade. And I love the paintings that you have of the dogs. 
Yeah, that was a gift from Cousin Jamie. I think Cousin Jamie's done an outstanding <laughs> job. She's very talented. Painting those portraits. So again, you want to go to Poochie's Hooch, Urban Cidery on Facebook and Instagram, or you can go to my website at www.thegoodshow, G-O-O-D-E show, and get information about Mary. Now, when you come in, you want to let Mary know that you heard it on The Good Show. I will be nice to you then. Then, then she, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> There's no promises. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. We used to ring in new people. Yeah. Somebody, I, I was so surprised. People will come in and go, hi, we've never been here before. <laughs> do you do every time you go into a place? Is that what you do? I, I, I don't think I've ever done it, but I've here all the time. Hi, we've never been here before. So well, I'll ring them in. I'll go. I'll do, and then, and then all my regulars, they know that when I'm ringing the bell, yeah. it, it's kind of like the norm thing at Cheers. Yeah. Yes. I ring the bell and everybody goes, new meat. <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's great. Right. Unfortunately, I don't have that many regulars anymore because COVID kind of sent everybody in a different yeah. direction. And most, you know, 80% are all new. So I sound stupid now ringing the bell and yelling new meat by myself. Well, hey, <laughs> so. they don't know. They don't need to know why you're ringing it. I think it sounds yep. great. Now I just created the gauntlet. If you can get yeah. through my gauntlet, yeah. we're good. Yeah. You'll be back. So come on down to... Um, Poochie's Hooch Urban Cidery go to my website go to Mary's social media and get yourself down here and get some cider because now I'm going to enjoy another tiramisu <laughs> oh you're going to stick with that one huh? I think I am going to yeah. Mary it's been a pleasure and um, we need to be down here when you have an event just so I can speak to your people oh no absolutely and you know what you can have any event you want and you can be yeah. down here and also do it perfect yeah I yeah. love it I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but I also have a 10 by 12 foot screen wall. Yes. So we were watching, you know, football oh, on wow. Sundays. Okay. Um, Olympics, we were having it on there. Nice. I, I'll set up some Adirondack chairs and stuff yeah. and people can just sit back there and in my inner sanctum area yeah. oh, and nice. watch a 10 by 12 foot wall screen. See, this is why you need to come down <laughs> and check out the space. My name's Sarinda. You've been listening to The Good Show. Join in next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Press that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Leave me that review so we can get more pro-military folks involved with growing this platform. If you've got a story to tell and you want to be on the show, then go to my website, thegoodshow.com. That's G-O-O-D-E show.com. Press the contact button and drop me an email. My name's Sarinda. I'm your military gal. And I'm out.